This is our second week in a series called We Are Family, and last week we talked about unity within the family. We saw how God designed the church to be his body, to be a team, to be a family. We're all working together and serving together and worshiping together and loving together and learning and growing together. We're a unified family. That's the way God designed his church. Today we're going to talk about how we serve as a family. We're going to see how each and every member of this family brings something unique to contribute. Because we're not all the same. God has made each one of us special. He's given each one of us different passions and different talents and different personalities and different life experiences. We're all unique. And it's only when each member of the Sunrise family brings their differences to the whole that we can be complete. And so today we're going to focus in on one area in particular where we have our differences. We're going to talk about spiritual gifts because we're all gifted differently. So what are spiritual gifts? What kinds of gifts are there? How do you know what your spiritual gift is or what your spiritual gifts are? Between this week and next week, those are the questions we're going to try to answer. Okay? Now, why do we want to look at this? Why is this important? Well, take a look at what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. He wrote, Now, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. And if Paul didn't want the believers in the city of Corinth to be ignorant about what spiritual gifts were and, and what their gifts were in particular, I don't want you to be ignorant about them either. I want you to be aware of spiritual gifts, and I want you to be able to identify what your spiritual gifts are and put them into practical use within the family of God, within this local church body. And so today, we're going to do just a bit of an overview. And I want to start by giving you a definition of what a spiritual gift is. Because right now, some of you really don't know what I'm talking about. I suppose that's really nothing new. But this definition might help you to understand what spiritual gifts are anyway. This is in your notes. We're in, I'm going to give you a four-part definition of what a spiritual gift is. So here we go. What is a spiritual gift? Well, spiritual gifts are special abilities. Okay? They're special abilities. They're abilities that God has given each of us to make our unique contribution. They're not just natural talents. We all have talents. But those of us who follow Christ, we have special abilities that were given to us when we became Christians. Now, these abilities may work alongside natural talents, but they're not talents. They're special abilities. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, it says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Okay, so they're special abilities. Next, they're distributed by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so spiritual gifts are special abilities distributed by the Holy Spirit. Spiritual gifts are given to us by God, by the Holy Spirit, for meaningful service. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11 says, It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So going back to our definition, spiritual gifts are special abilities distributed by the Holy Spirit, to every believer according to God's design and grace. And so every believer is a minister and has at least one spiritual gift. 
Now that word minister, people tend to get a little confused about that because when you think about a minister, you often think about a politician who is a minister of the environment or, or a minister of the economy, whatever, some kind of a political minister, or you think a religious minister as being a position like I have as a pastor of a church. But the truth is, yes, I am a minister, but so are you. We are all ministers. We minister to each other. We minister to our community. We minister to those who need ministering too. Every believer is a minister and has at least one spiritual gift to aid them in that ministry. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Okay? So spiritual gifts are special abilities distributed by the Holy Spirit to every believer according to God's design and grace. And part four of this definition is this, for the common good of the body of Christ. The spiritual gifts that God gives us allow us to serve each other better. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 16 says, as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. That's what happens as we use our spiritual gifts to minister to each other. The whole body becomes healthy and continues to grow and becomes full of love. So putting the whole definition together, you have this. Spiritual gifts are special abilities distributed by the Holy Spirit to every believer according to God's design and grace for the common good of the body of Christ. Okay, so the Holy Spirit, let's go back to that. The Holy Spirit is the one who oversees the distribution, the, uh, distribution of spiritual gifts. Why is that important? Well, it's important to understand that the Holy Spirit does this because he's the one who sees the big picture. He knows what gifts are needed when and where and why. And so he's able to work everything together for the good. He's able to create a great diversity of gifts while maintaining a great unity within the family, within the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8-10 through 10 says, To one person the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else that one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. And so there's a great diversity of spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to his followers while maintaining unity within the body. We're all uniquely gifted and we all have our own contribution to make but at the same time it's by God's design, by the Holy Spirit's design that we're able uh, to use our gifts and still function as the church, as the body of Christ. Here at Sunrise we've got a great worship team. We've got some talented musicians, and I know how much I miss it when just one of them are away. Each instrument played plays an important role, regardless of how easy or how difficult the individual part may seem, how boring or how flashy it is when it's played alone. Every instrument 
plays an important part, just like every vocalist sings an important part on the worship team. When one part is missing, it is missed. The rest suffers or the rest lacks because of it. Think about it. In a worship team, you might have a bass guitarist, you might have an acoustic guitarist, you might have an electric guitarist, you might have a keyboardist, you might have a separate piano player, you might have a flautist, you might have a trumpet player, you might have a drummer, you might have a, somebody playing the djembe. You might have all of these different instruments. And you might have someone singing the lead. Well, you should have somebody singing the lead. You might have somebody singing alto or singing tenor or singing bass or baritone. You might have all of these different parts. And if you just hear one of them in isolation, it just, it just sounds boring. It sounds weak. It may even, may even sound wrong. And that's kind of the way it is with us and our giftedness. God didn't create us. He didn't create us to operate in isolation. He created us to serve together. He put us together so that each person brings something unique to contribute to the whole. Check out these verses. In Romans chapter 12, verse 5, it says, we are all parts of his one body, and each of us has different work to do. And since we're all one body in Christ, we belong to each other, and each of us needs all the others. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, it says, Now all of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a separate and necessary part of it. Okay, so we all bring something unique, we all bring something different, but we bring it to the whole where it's needed and where it adds and it contributes to what God is trying to do through his body. Now last week we talked about unity. This week so far, we've talked about our diversity, how each one of us is unique. So how do you reconcile these two? How do you have unity while acknowledging our diversity, how we all bring something different? Well, we need to understand something. We need to understand that unity is not achieved by being alike. It's achieved by having the same purpose. Okay, so unity isn't achieved by being alike, it's achieved by having the same purpose. And what's our purpose? It's to transform lives. It's to raise up radical followers of Jesus. It's to introduce people to Jesus and to help them grow. And the diversity of spiritual gifts represented in this room this morning helps us to do that all the better. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 17 through 20. If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. So we need to understand that our differences are by God's design. And when we fail to realize it, when we don't recognize that God's the one in charge who gifts each one of us differently, then that just leads to frustration and conflict. But when we realize that our differences actually complement each other, we can have a joyful unity. And just to carry this idea of being unified in spite of our differences one step further, look at these verses. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 6. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work in all of us. 
Okay, so there's different gifts, but given by the same Spirit. There's different service, but we're serving the same Lord. There's different workings that God does, but it's the same God doing those workings. We all there, there, there's a great diversity, while at the same time there's a great unity. So what are the spiritual gifts? We've talked about how God has gifted each one of us differently. What kinds of spiritual gifts are there? What are some of the specific gifts that the Bible identifies? Well, in your notes this morning, you see a whole list of them. You see gifts listed like administration, apostleship, craftsmanship, discernment, encouragement, evangelism, faith, giving, healing, helps, hospitality, knowledge, languages or tongues, leadership, mercy, miracles, prophecy, serving, shepherding or pastoring, teaching, translation or interpretation, wisdom. Those are the kinds of spiritual gifts that are mentioned specifically in the Bible. Those are the kinds that we're talking about this morning. So here's what we're going to do. Below that list in your notes, you see a whole list of definitions with a blank in front of each one. I want you to see how well you can identify which spiritual gift matches which definition. Now I understand that some people would define some of these gifts differently. Um, these definitions that you see in your notes are just my understanding of what these gifts are. Okay, So you might want to get into a group of two or three people uh, and just take a few minutes to work on this.